Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Abby. We're back. <laughs> Hello. After our last episode. This episode was actually postponed. We were meant to record it a few days ago, but something came up, so we had to pause and come back today. You could say technical difficulties. Yes. <laughs> Technology never works when you need it, so... No. Right. We have just finished watching In Time, directed by Andrew Nichol. It's a film we both haven't seen before, and that's a first for the podcast. Yes, we haven't seen the film, but we have seen like little clips um, of it. Yes, yeah, ten years old this film, so we have seen some stuff on like YouTube, Facebook, and now TikTok, obviously, because that's kind of banged recently. It has, yeah. <laughs> so it was. It's now on Amazon Prime. It was. I noticed it in my recommended, and I was like, "Hey, Abby, this looks good. Shall we watch it?" and yeah, man, let's do it. Um, let's just say, as soon as we stopped watching it, I bought the DVD on Amazon. <laughs> oh no, on eBay, sorry, not Amazon. So it was absolutely fantastic. That's a regular occurrence for Robin watching a film. Yeah, as soon as I finish watching something I really like, I'm like, oh my god, I need to have this physical copy. So I just get it on eBay. Music Magpie on eBay is just a godsend. What they like, coming through. Also, they probably go enough. I've got to say you again. This this address again. What's sick? You won't blame me if you've watched the film. You know how good it is. Oh my goodness! It's fantastic. What shocks me is IMDb gave it a six point seven out of ten. That's just an average because people go on there and review uh, it. I'd get a, I'd give it a straight ten. You know. Yeah. So shall we get into it? Let's go. Like I said, In Time is directed by Andrew Nichol. It's a sci-fi suspense film starring Justin Timberlake, Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried never know how to say her surname, Cillian Murphy, and one of my favourite actors in the world, Vincent Carthizer. What a man he is. I'm going to get more into him uh, in a second. But basically, the film is... If you've seen it, you'll know. But if you haven't, spoiler. But anyways, it's a future where people stop aging at 25. As soon as they turn 25, they get... They've got a clock inside their body, basically. And they only live for another year. Unless they buy themselves more time. The currency in this world is time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, two minutes for a coffee... Which Ali would just waste all her time yeah, on. Yeah, I'd give. I just just take my whole arm. I'd get all the coffee. Yep, and <laughs> they have a they have a constant timer on their arm, and they pay for things with their wrists, and that they can give time and take time, and yeah, it's really silly. Like, oh, you want to go to the bar? You better have some time on you. Literally, yeah, literally, time is money. Yeah, literally, and. It's really weird because everyone is 25 once they, they, they go up, they stop aging, obviously. But obviously, how many times am I going to say obviously? Obviously. They physically look 25, but they've lived for years depending on how much time they've bought. So Justin Timberlake's character, the main guy, Will Salas, he 
is actually 28 because he's lived for three years. His mum is 25 physically, but obviously she's a lot older. And all his friends, 25, but they could be 30. You know, you get the idea, right? So the rich people live the longest. Yeah. Because they have the money to buy time. However, in a run-in at the bar, Will Salas meets a man called... What's his name? I think it's someone Henderson. He's, he's played by Matt Bulmer. It's either Harry or Henry. I can't actually remember. <laughs> you, think, you think I would because I just watched it. But he's got loads of time on his wrist. He's like... The, the the rich aren't immortal. They can't live forever, even though they can buy the time to do so. So, he gives Will all his time. And Will lives in an area called Dayton, where it's the ghetto, basically. Mm-hmm. People don't have time like this. There are two sort of gangs involved. One, one of them's the police, and then the other one's a gang. They're the timekeepers, who are the, the police. They make sure people who have more time than they should have that taken away from them because they don't deserve it and they don't earn enough to have that. And then there's the Minutemen. Oh, do you see them Minutemen? The Minutemen, yeah, they're so annoying. They're just a gang that go around Dayton and go, hey, give me your minutes or I'm going to kill you. Honestly, it's like when they take the time away, no word of a lie, it made my throat close up. It just, It's just so scary. Because they grab you, you hold... You transfer time with someone by grabbing their wrist. And then they grab yours. And then you, like, sort of turn your arm and then their time gets transferred into you or vice versa. So you can drain people's life and then they get an electric shock and then they fall to the floor. So the count... Like, if you're alive, the countdown is green, but as soon as you die, it just turns black because it looks like you've been burnt. Honestly, and you, like... There's a scene where the minute... One of the Minutemen is like taking time from a like a innocent bystander and you can just see the panic set in he's like oh god I'm literally I'm going to die in like 5 seconds cuz they're literally watching the clock and they have like they show no remorse they're just like right we're taking your seconds we're taking your minutes yeah There's just cuz wrong place wrong time yeah literally absolutely. wrong time absolutely wrong time but anyways now that will has all this time He's like, hey, I can finally take my mum to New Greenwich because that's the rich people place. But then his mum dies. Oh, gosh. Because she, she's had to pay her way at work with time. She doesn't have enough time to get home. The scene is spot on. Yeah, so basically she goes to the bus stop. She's like, hey, bus driver, here's my wrist. I'm going to pay an hour because it's an hour bus journey. And I'll take an hour off my time because I can afford that to get home. Bus driver's like, sorry, love. Yeah. <laughs> it's two hours now. Yeah, two hours. And she looks at her wrist with the time and she's only got an hour and a half left. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I ha- I can't get home. Look, my son's meeting me. He can pay the difference. Nope, sorry. You better run fast. And she's running. And when the bus stop, the bus pulls up to the bus stop, Will's like, hey, where's my mum? She's not on this bus. Oh shit, something's wrong. So they're running, they're sprinting to each other. Honestly, the scene is 
beautiful. Because, when... yeah, because Will has time and he can give his mum time to keep her alive and she literally dies in his arms. Literally, like a split second. Yeah, they... She just falls. Yeah, it honestly... Me and Abby were screaming. Oh my god, I was like, I was like desperate for her to get to him. I was like, go on, girl. Honestly, run, run the, like the, the wind. adrenaline. Like it's such a suspenseful film. Honestly, it's, I don't know why we didn't watch it sooner. And it, honestly, it it just proves that you will do anything for the ones you care about and anything to live. Oh, Christ, it really yeah. resonates with how precious time Absolutely. is on life. Absolutely. So. He can't take his mum to New Greenwich anymore, but now that he has all this time, he knows that people like him who have this time don't belong in the ghetto. So he leaves, and he bumps in to a woman called Sylvia Wise, who happens to be the daughter of a very, very rich man who controls the time and all the stocks and banks, basically, because obviously there's no money, it's time. Have you got the picture now, guys? <laughs> Have I explained it enough? So, his name is... What's his name? Philippe Wise. And he's played by Vincent Carthizer. Oh, what a man. As soon as he came onto the TV, I screamed. And I was just like, oh, here we go. Basically, if you don't know Vincent Carthizer, I, I don't even know if I'm saying his surname right. That's just how I pronounce it. It's probably pronounced like Darren or yeah, something. Like Darren, alright. <laughs> yeah. So he plays Pete Campbell in Mad Men, which a uh, big American TV series doesn't. It's not Did on it. Did you know that Robin likes Mad Men? Or? Yeah, I got I got into it in the first lockdown, and then Netflix removed it. So I tried for like two months to try and find it on a box set. Oh God, yeah. I did. And now I've not touched it since. <laughs> so I need to get back into it. Um, but he's just such a fantastic actor. He's just... Oh, I love him. So he invites Will to his home. Because, like, oh, we're having a party. I invite you because you won our casino game. And you literally bet your life. So you're worthy. And you're clearly rich enough to come to my house. And then he's like, here's my daughter... This is Sylvia. Yeah, love that. However, the timekeepers, Cillian Murphy and his gang, have tracked him down. And dun, dun, dun. And they're like, uh, sorry, Mr. Wise, I'm the timekeeper. I need to speak to your friend Will because he's not where he should be. Philippe's like, yeah, no problem. He's not my friend, but go on and speak to him. Go on then. And he's like, he takes him to a room upstairs and he goes, Hey, Will, can I have your time, please? Because you're not meant to have that. We know you have stolen it and you are framed for the murder of the guy that Matt Bomer played. <laughs> and he's like, no, he gave me it. And they just don't believe him, even though he literally did. Yeah, like, um, he's just like, he's asleep and then he just quietly gives him his time. And then yeah, he, he grabs up. his wrist and as soon as he wakes up, he's on his own. Matt Bomer's gone and he's like, oh shit, I've got like, how many, was it like uh, 10 years or something yeah. in minutes. So he's like, nah, actually, I don't want you to come take me back. I'm happy living here in New Greenwich. So he shoots them, he runs out and then he kidnaps Sylvia. He does indeed. And even though they've only known each other five minutes, they're all over each other. Like, it's literally 0.2 seconds. Yeah. And any time they try and get on with each other, they get interrupted yeah. by like... the timekeepers or the Minutemen, 
and they're on the run, basically. They rob banks, and they're like, hey, people who live in the city that we just robbed, take all the time you want, it's there, on behalf of the wise industries. Because Sylvia's given her dad a bad name because she's breaking into all these banks that her dad owns and, like, giving people the time. If you want, honestly, if you want a definition of a femme fatale, Amanda Seyfried in this movie. Oh, she's so beautiful in this. Uh I mean, she's beautiful anyway, but, like, just her wig and her clothes, oh, amazing. Absolutely. But at the end of the film, they've, they've survived. People are getting the time they want. They steal a million... Is it a million... One ye- million. Uh, is it years? Yeah, they steal yeah. a million years from Sylvia's father, Philippe. Yeah, his and they give, safe. Yep, they give it to the town where Will's from and all the zones, because the, the whole country is divided into zones and all the zones have time that they didn't have before. Yeah, the zones reminded me... I said this to Robin as we were watching it. The zones reminded me of the districts in Hunger Games. I haven't cool. watched Hunger Games, but I we, think... Oh, that's a podcast episode. That is... We have to watch, how many films are there? Is there four? I thought there was three. No. Well, there you go. Maybe a future episode. We could make it... We could do a, yeah, a trilogy. Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Mockingjay Part 1, Mockingjay Part 2. Yeah, I mean, I made her watch Twilight, so I suppose I should watch Hunger Games. <laughs> I'm still, I've still not recovered from that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this film, like, it's so good. It's fantastic. And just, we couldn't stop screaming. Like, we were so no, invested. I know. I was literally, literally glued to the screen. And there was a scene at the end as well where it mirrored the scene with Will and his mum when oh, they were God. running towards each other. Sylvia and Will only had a minute left and they had to get to the next town to get time and also give time. But they had just bumped into Cillian, the timekeeper. And he's like, hey, I've got you now, you're cornered. I'm going to shoot you. And then they're like, hey, we have a minute left anyway. There's no point. And then he dies because he he runs out of time. Yeah, he lifts up his, his sleeve and he's got literally seven seconds. And then he drops dead. And then he, they see his car in the background, which has a function to deposit time. Because yeah. it's a police car. A dispatch, yeah. So, because they only get certain hours in the day because it stops people from stealing from them. Yeah. So they run to... Will runs to his car and he's like, give me the time, I need time. And he gets 24 hours. And he runs back because Sylvia's running behind. And she she hasn't caught up. Oh, she's, honestly, we were yelling at the TV. She's like, we were like, run, Sylvia, run, like, go, run go get like him. Your life depends on it, girl. And she jumps in his arms, and they. And you think like it's literally like the exact scene, scene where his, his mum died. His mum like like when because she dies, he like kind of like jolts and and like falls into his arms. And it happened here, and we were just like, oh god, she better not dead. be dead. She better. And then she. Uh, Gets time from Honestly, Will. I, uh, the she, relief, by the way. Oh, we were like, oh my god. Christ. <laughs> but she, he literally saved her life. Yeah. And again, it's another example. You'd do anything to the ones you care about. Yeah, and because she's like coming from the rich part of town, like, oh, my dad's the leader and everything, but I'm rebelling against him because he doesn't own me. And well, you don't own me. <laughs> yeah. So she's rebelling against her father, and now because the timekeepers are out of a job, basically. Oops. Will and Sylvia go about their days as 
the one stealing the money and robbing the banks and yeah the end scene it's like they step out of the car with their pistols and then um if sylvia's like i told you there'd be bigger banks and it's just like massive mansion looking building it's, it's literally burj khalifa honestly it's massive and then that's it the film ends and oh We've basically told you the whole film in like 10 minutes, so yeah. save, you don't have to watch it now. <laughs> it has a runtime of 105 minutes, so literally just over an hour and a half, and every second you're like, Whoa. It's really good, like, it really ups the ante, like, it every does. single... It's, su- it's definitely a, a huge build-up. You, like, like start small, and then it goes up, and you just don't expect it. Yeah, like, Justin Timberlake, I know he's a singer and that, but he's a fantastic actor. Gotta admit, when I first started watching it, um, I closed my eyes and all I could hear was Arty from Shrek. Because <laughs> that's obviously Justin Timberlake. But he's a fantastic actor. Great, yeah. They all are, honestly. I couldn't have picked a better cast no. for this film. So, well done, Andrew Nichol and the casting agent Around for this film. Applause. Woo! Woo! That's us clapping. Yeah, there you go. Enjoy. Do you ever watch a film and you just think, Oh, I wish I could erase my memory and just watch it all over again. Me with Shrek 2. Honestly, there's so many films, like this this one, that I would just kill to watch again. But honestly, it's fantastic. I'm so glad that I got it on DVD. I got it for £2.07. <laughs> Bargain. Gotta buy cheap DVDs. It's the only thing that's gotten me through lockdown. Justin Timberlake's seen in his bank account. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I got a, a fraction of that. Thank you, Robin. You're welcome, JT. It's like like 0.00002 pence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's from the heart. But yeah, that's that. Fantastic. I could literally go on. Honestly, and an on. absolute 10 out of 10 film. Oh, yeah, we... Because we hadn't... Like I said, we hadn't watched this either of us. So it was like a, a surprise for us both. Absolutely. Yeah. And from the other day where we were going to record this episode, but it got postponed, we were literally five minutes into it. And that it was about three days in between now and then. And I just kept thinking about it. I was like, what's going to happen? We're only five minutes in. I'm just thinking, can I just watch it without Abby behind her back? <laughs> but I didn't. How rude. I stayed and I watched it. See, that's loyal, everybody. Yes. You know, we were going to... Uh, watch it yesterday and do the episode but with all due respect not a fan of the royal family but with Prince Philip and that we felt a bit hey guys here's our podcast (laughs) so that's all I'm going to say on that but from from a journalistic point of view because I do journalism in case you didn't know I just thought it'd be a bit per taste so there we go. I've addressed that. Let's go and conclude the podcast episode. <laughs> and that has been our review of In Time, directed by Andrew Nichol. And starring a fantastic cast. Sorry, Matt Bulmer, uh, for not remembering who your character was. <laughs> he wasn't he's in it. listening to this going, oh. Yeah, imagine he just found this episode. He's like, oh, for God's sake. That was yeah, be- one job, girl. That was my best role. <laughs> Abby had never heard of Matt Bulmer until no. today, so there you go. Can't say I've watched many of his films, but I know who he is. But yes. I guess that's just me being a film person. Right! We've been talking for a long time. Gonna end it now. Thank you very much for listening to us chat shite. 
<laughs> we appreciate you listening, everybody. We do, and hopefully our next episode won't be too long after this one. Again, we don't have anything planned. No. Might be the Hunger Games, you never know. We're hoping... Wink. At the time of recording this, it's the 10th of April. And for Scotland, at least, lockdown uh, is being eased, hopefully, fingers crossed. Just, on, so, just over two weeks. Yeah, on the 26th of April. So hopefully that means cinemas can open, meaning Abby and I can go to cinemas and watch films as they get released and then do episodes on them. Yes. Because I miss going to the cinema. It's just something, something about it. But buying your own snacks and bringing them with you is the better Elite. Way. Yeah, I'm not paying 50 quid for a box of popcorn. No yeah, fifty like... Two hundred pounds for a slusher. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was in time? Rip off. That's a uh, th- three days for some pick and mix. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, crazy. But yes, stay tuned for that. We appreciate the support as always, and thank you for listening. And yeah, as ever, thank you for joining us on this crazy ride. We'll see you. Well, we won't see you. We will hopefully be joined by we'll, you. We'll speak to you. Yeah, we will speak at you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye guys. See you later.